Torch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 112. And good morning. Good morning. I'm out here on the front porch. The sun is just about to come up. It's a little brisk. It's beautiful. It is a wonderful, wonderful day to record a podcast, right? To get after it, right? Because we have a lot to learn and grow and understand together. I, uh, I hope that you have been able to find yourself a place, a place that it just feels, you know, I was talking to a guy this weekend and he, he went down to the beach and he was just talking about how being on the sand, it was just like, it's like sanctuary. It's just, he, I feel at home. I feel at rest. I feel like all the chaos of life just kind of slows down a little bit. So I hope you have a place like that. I hope you've been able to find a place or at least slow down enough each week that you can really sense and hear God. Um, the other part, and this is the really, really important part of uh, this particular podcast, is that you're not just taking these passages and just listening to them on this podcast. That's great. And we're, and I'm glad uh, that you are listening, but that you actually go back and maybe you read that verse for yourself. Maybe you slow down and read it in its, in its context, in the context of the chapter and the context of the book, um, because that's where you get the fullness of what the scriptures are trying to say. And a lot of times there's other verses in there that kind of pop out to you in the midst of that context. You're like, whoa, that makes this particular verse so much more personal for me, you know? And so, you know, scripture is like living and active. It's constantly uh, shaping us and it's been doing that uh, for almost 2000 years. So really, really cool. As we kind of dig in and learn the word of God, um, that you actually kind of find a place, slow down a little bit, take a breath, right? Because that's really important. We end every podcast with like, take a breath. Um, that's just a, a, a small reminder to go, life, life is short and life is a gift. And so slow down, enjoy the good stuff. And, you know, right here on my front porch, before the sun comes up, this is the good stuff you know, where I get to slow down to listen, I get to go through some passages um, and really hear from God. And that really does make a difference um, on my perspective throughout the day. So I hope that you're able to do that and I hope you're doing that. And maybe, 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 maybe today, maybe today is the day to start that routine and uh, just make it a part of uh, your rhythm in life. And I really do believe that you'll see some uh, amazing you know, benefits feels like the wrong word because it feels like a give and take kind of thing. But I think what you'll find is your soul's craving that rest, that quiet. So uh, maybe just do that and see what your soul is craving and your soul will benefit um, from uh, that commitment just to slow down a little bit, read the Read God's word, listen to God, and let him speak to you. So I uh, wanted to say thank you to all of you who have subscribed, all of you who continue to listen and share these episodes on social media. Really, really appreciate it. And then thanks for all of you who continue to uh, give. Uh, multiple different platforms in which people are giving. Our Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com 
forward slash front porch confessional. And then I'm sending out some weekly uh, devotionals and some blogs uh, on that Patreon page as a result of those donations. So thank you. And then also uh, people have been sending Venmo and also checks. And so I just want to say I I got a check this week and I just want to say thank you. Really appreciate the support. Uh, There's some exciting things that I'm working on uh, that will be allowing me to continue to do this podcast and also to work on some of those other things as well. All right, here we go. Nahum. Uh, I've been in the Minor Prophets this whole week. We're going to go through passages in the Minor Prophets. Minor Prophets are the back of the Old Testament, basically, as you're moving to the New Testament. So if you just go to the New Testament and turn left, you will get to the Minor Prophets. And so Nahum is a Minor Prophet. And, and, and it says this in Nahum 1.7. The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge. The Lord is good. A stronghold in in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. As most of you know, or if you've been listening for any amount of time, (laughs) I love to surf. It's something that I try to do every single weekend, and I rarely miss a week that uh, I don't get on a surfboard and, and, and get to paddle out and just be out there. That's one of my places. So this front porch is one of those places, and being out in the ocean is another one of those places that just really calms me down. And I really just sense the presence of God. Um, But, you know, as a a, a surfer, um, I'm learning my limits. You know, I'm learning, you know, what waves I can take and what waves I can't. What uh, conditions are good for someone of my skill set and not. And uh, I realized there's a big, really, really big swell that came in um, in July, on the 4th of July. And so I was really excited about getting out and surfing. Um, we have a friend who has a, a place on the water. And so he's like, yeah, come on down. So went down and was sitting on the back porch watching the waves crash. They were massive. I mean, massive. I, I, I want to say they were anywhere between six to 10 feet big. So that's big for me. I'm used to surfing on two, three foot waves. And uh, become pretty comfortable uh, surfing on those waves. But these waves were really, really big. But, you know, I want to test what I can do. I want to go figure it out. So I'm like, I'm just going to get out there and go after it. So I start paddling out and the first wave hits me and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So it hits me and it drives me under the water and then does like a washing machine. Uh, here's... Um, Here's where the surfboard becomes very valuable in those moments. Yes, uh, the surfboard is really important because you want to catch a wave. Uh, but secondarily, it's also a flotation device. So this wave drives me very, very deep, but doesn't allow me to go all the way to the bottom because my surfboard's up top like a bobber. And so I'm swimming up towards the top and I'm grabbing onto my board and I'm clinging to it. 
right? And I'm, as I pop up, I'm looking, boom, I get hit by another wave. It kicks me off the board. Again, drives me deep. I'm kind of getting laundry machined, you know, underneath the water. You're supposed to stay very calm. So I'm under the water. But all I can think about is getting back to my surfboard. I just need to get back to that because if I get back to that, I'll be fine. I'll be secure. It will be okay. So swim to the top, grab my board and cling to it, and then all of a sudden start paddling. And uh, if you paddle far enough in front of where the wave hits, you get whitewash. And the whitewash can push you. And so I'm clinging to my board, hoping that I can catch the whitewash. The wave hits behind me. Uh, the whitewash hits and it pushes me into shore. Now, here's the really interesting thing. I do not think I would have survived without that surfboard. It was this thing that I could cling to that, that created some comfort, uh, uh, some comfort and some safety. This is what Nahum is trying to say about the Lord. He is that. When things are crazy, when we don't know what to do, when we're scared, who we run to and what we run to in those times matters and actually says a lot about that, a lot about us. But here's the really interesting thing. So many of us struggle with the first part of this verse. You know, we we go like, good. Are you kidding me? God is good. The Lord is good. Have you seen the world? Have you seen all the pain and all the chaos? How is God good? Maybe that's where some of you are right now. You're just like struggling with that. Struggling with God being good. Maybe it's just been a really difficult time or a really difficult season and you're struggling with seeing the goodness of God because it's been so hard. Well, it's going to be a really difficult thing to cling to him if we don't first learn to appreciate and understand that he is good. But I really believe what we need to do is to redefine the word good, you know, God's goodness is not dependent on our situational opinions. It's not like, okay, God's good in this situation and he's not good in this situation. That's not how it works. God, and the real interesting thing is as we're in the midst of that tension and that struggle, uh, God is okay with us struggling his goodness because it doesn't affect his goodness. (laughs) He, listen, Many of us are going to stop, and I've done this where I've really wrestled to, God, how could you be good in the midst of all the pain and hurt? You know, I, I, as you know, I spent a lot of time in India, and I'm like watching what's happening in India. I'm like, how, God, this just doesn't, but he's okay with that. He do, he's okay with us working through that and questioning it. He's not offended by it because it doesn't affect his goodness. He is good. Our perspective on him doesn't affect anyone but us. And that's really important to understand. Our opinion of who God is doesn't affect God. It only affects us. It's what cre- uh, what keeps us 
uh, in this chaos, this mental chaos. And at the end of the day, we will, ev- we will either land in faith that he is good and struggle through the waters of, un- uh, of earthly uncertainties or we'll believe he's not good and we will walk away. And this is a part of getting a choice. We have a free will. We can choose to believe that God is good and receive that even in the midst of confusion, even in the midst of when things don't make sense. Landing there is really important and really determines where and how we find safety and security in this life. But anything in between... Right, a lot of times you got to pick a side, pick a team. Like you're either believing that God is good or He's not good, but anything in between will bring exhaustion to our souls. Living in that tension, and maybe some of you have lived in that tension a long time. So where are you at? Where are you at? Do you believe that God is good? And if so, what happens once we come to understand that and believe that God is good? What we can do is we can look at the days of trouble and not blame him, but trust him. This is massive. It's a massive shift. But your soul is crying out for it. Please understand this. Your soul is crying out for that reality, that level of trust and dependency on the Lord. Because we all want something to hold on to when things don't make sense. And we will either cling to him or we will cling to the slippery soil, <laughs> slippery sand of this world we, we get to choose. And so you get to choose who you're going to cling to. God's goodness. I want to tell you this, and I believe this in faith, and I believe this personally. I've experienced this. God's goodness is a safe place, a strong tower, a light in the darkness. And on and on and on, the scriptures affirm this about him. And in the end, our circumstances, when we truly trust him and depend on him, our circumstances won't define us. Our pain won't rob us. We will find hope in him. This is the beauty of really embracing God is good, is we will find hope in him. And the passage ends with this probably my favorite part. He knows you. He sees you. He's got you. And as we say so often, lean in and let go. Maybe just something you need to repeat today is you got me, God. You love me. You see me. You know me. You care for me. You're good. And watch what that conditioning does for your heart and your soul and allows you to have the perspective that I I really believe we need in this world. That God, you are good. That you are our strong tower, our stronghold. And that you know me and you know my heart and you know my struggle and he's with us. 
because our shelter will be whatever we place our hope in. But our security will only ever be satisfied in God. So do you believe God is good? Because everything stems from there. It really does. Father God, we believe in faith. We believe relationally that you are good. Please comfort us, care for us in the midst of our confusion and our struggle. And be patient with us when we fail. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time.